warning, this podcast may contain content disturbing to some listeners. Listeners, be advised. Welcome back to a Bad Feeling Horror Podcast, listeners. It's Gulia, your favorite ghoul friend, here with my two co-hosts and friends, Marina Longdead and Abby Ivy. Hello, hey. everyone. We hope you had a wonderful new year and got a chance to listen to our bonus episode, The Blackout. The Blackout? What a way to go. I thought my death was rough, but oof. Or should I say burr? Now, now, let's not spoil the fun for others. But it was one of my favorites. It was a sharp story. (laughs) Anywho, I can't believe we're at our mid-season finale already. Time flies. When When you're you're dead. dead. Said the twins of the undead. We have some pretty killer things planned. We sure do. But first, let's dive into today's stories. First up, a tale of two siblings called Insatiable. People keep telling me how my brother was a pillar of their community. He wanted to be a nurse since we were kids. He had an insatiable desire to help people. I always looked up to him for that. I poured myself a glass of water. My eyes still swollen from crying all day. My cat, Woody, caressed my leg to comfort me. I can't believe you still have that beast. And you know how allergic I am. He helps with my anxiety, Mom. You know that. Ugh. Anxiety. That's for rich white people. What do you have to be anxious about? Your brother. He had things to be anxious about. So much stress. I kneeled by her side and held her hand. It was unusual for us, but she let me do it. We're gonna be okay, Mama. I get it. I'm up. You hungry? I went about my usual morning. I fed Woody, showered, ate. When I left, I made sure I locked up. I don't own anything fancy. And I mean, it's just a one-bedroom, but it's mine. When I finally got outside, I couldn't help but pause. (sighs) It's over. Welcome to 99 Plus. Oh, Alfie! Hi, Rita. I hugged what was left of Alfie. Once a chubby, giggling eight-year-old, he did his best to hug me back. We just got back from his scans. He did so well. Nice. Looks like I owe you some sweets for not giving the techs a hard time. Can I run up now? No. No, you already had cookies. (sighs) Fine. I'm going to go watch TV in the back. As Alfie walked away, I remembered how his long brown hair used to bounce when he sulked away like that. I don't know how you could stand living on top of a shopping center. It's so loud. 
I like the noise. It distracts me. When's his next treatment? Tomorrow. Oh, shoot, I know you're supposed to be off, but could you? Of course. You doing okay? I know it's Mr. A's one year soon. It never gets easier. I wish he was here, but then I know seeing Alfie go through all of this would break his heart. I'm glad I have you to help me with the store. Are you sure you don't need some time? No, no, I'm fine. Again, distractions. Okay. Well, if you change your mind. Thank you. It's raining cats and dogs out there. Woody? Woody? Shit. How did that get open? Woody? Where are you, baby? I guess it would be helpful if you turned on the damn light, Rita. As I turned on my lamp, I heard Woody in the bathroom. Woody? Are you okay? What's... What the... tried to run away, but I slipped. Everything went dark. I woke up and laid out on the couch. It felt like someone took batting practice on my head. Who's there? I, I have a gun. <laughs> no, you don't. Mark? Is that you? It's me. I need your help. But you have to promise not to freak out again. I don't understand. Shh. Just... Just don't run. Okay? Don't scream. Okay. I couldn't believe it. He stepped out of the shadows, slowly revealing his ghoulish, pale frame. His wet, dirt-stained burial suit sagged from his decaying flesh. See? (laughs) It's me. Obviously, I freaked out. I grabbed the closest thing I could, my three-wick candle from the shop. Stay back! Really? I mean it. My brother is dead and he... He overdosed. What? Is that what they're saying? I'm not an addict. He slunk down to the floor and pulled his flask out. We buried it with him. He took a swig, but immediately spit it out. (coughs) Jesus. What the... I love this whiskey. It is you. How? I don't know. I remember mindlessly digging in voices. But everything else is... I don't know. I lowered the candle, but kept my distance. How could he be here? 
What else do you remember? Just the basics. Who I am, or was, you, Mama. You have to help me, Rita. Please. How? I don't know, but I know I didn't OD. Help me figure out what happened. Maybe that will explain. He gestured to his pale, dead body. It was kind of funny. Please? I really had no choice. Okay. The next morning, Mark tore through my fridge wearing a pair of my old sweats I dug out of the closet. God damn it. I'm so hungry, but everything tastes like shit. Calm down. I'll bring some stuff back from the shop. I just don't understand. It's okay. What? Nothing. Never mind. Do I smell? Uh. We need to figure this out. You have to stay home. They need me at the store. It's a dollar store. I'll be back. Hmm. What do we have here? A hundred percent lean ground beef. I was in a daze that whole morning. Walking to the shop, I barely noticed Michelle. She was a regular in the alley next to the shop and my place. Rita. I said, hey, Rita. What? Oh, hi, Michelle. Hi, yourself. You look like I did after an all-night bender in the 80s. God, I miss the 80s. Okay, well... Or were you up all night with your man friend? What? I was in the alley last night and saw a man in your window. None of my business, just making an observation. Sure. You have a good day, Michelle. Come in if you need water. All right. Damn it. I called my apartment. Mark didn't answer, which I guess was smart, but I needed to warn him. Where are you? Look, just stay away from the windows. Michelle, that lady that lives in the alley I mentioned, she saw you last night. We don't need anyone raising questions. Okay, bye. I scoured the internet for information on zombies. It didn't help. None of this makes any sense. He was dead. I saw him. I... There are still no suspects in the case of the heartless murders at St. Vi's Medical Center and New Hope Hospital. The victims were all patients that doctors said were on their way to a full recovery. More on this story at 10. took a bag full of snacks home for Mark, hoping something would satisfy him. Okay, I brought you those chips you... Oh my God. What did you do? 
he was sitting in the corner of the living room, devouring Michelle. Shut up! Shut up! I've never seen so much blood. He covered my mouth with his blood-drenched hands. It was still warm. I said, shut the hell up. Do you understand me? frozen shit and it wasn't awful then I got your message and I looked out the window and saw her I don't know why but I it was like a sign from God you killed her I ate her I called out from the window. She was delicious. But she's so thin. He stared at Michelle's body. It was like he was in a trance. Mark! Mark! What? I... I looked up my death. It still doesn't make any sense. I keep trying to remember that night. I get close. Then I lose it. I lose it. He started hitting himself on the head over and over, like he did when we were kids. Stop! Stop! It's okay! It's okay! I tried to calm him down. Being so close, I could see the decaying flesh on his face and neck barely hanging on. And the smell. It was getting worse. I'll get a mop, okay? Okay. Mark walked over to the window and just stared out. He passed Michelle's body. Well, what was left of it? Like it was nothing. I, on the other hand, the next morning, I guzzled coffee to stay awake. I spent most of the night cleaning up and packing up Michelle's leftovers. I laid in bed the rest of the night trying to get the image out of my head. Welcome. Oh! Hi, Alfie. Hey, Heather. Wow, you look like shit. I mean, I'm sorry. It's okay. Rita, Rita, what about today? Can I go up today? No, you can't go up there. Do you hear me? Rita, that's enough. Sorry, sorry. It's just, there, there's something up there. It's just not, it's not ready. Okay? Maybe tomorrow. Okay. 
I checked in on Mark at lunch. I found him sitting in the dark with my laptop. Hey, how are you feeling? <sighs> We're almost out of Michelle. What? <sighs> We're almost out of Michelle. I'm hungry. Oh. Oh? I just... Just what? Do you want me to starve? No, but where are we supposed to... I'll figure it out. I might need your credit cards since mine are all closed. Who the hell is that? I don't know. Hello? Rita, open the damn door. It's me. Mom. Get rid of her. Hey, Mom. What are you doing here? What do you mean? I came to eat lunch with you. Are you going to let me in? No. I, uh... I have a shorter lunch today. Well then, let's go. We can grab a sub next door. What, are you gonna turn down free food? Come on, vamanos. Go. Oh man, I love these chips. No go straight to my hips, but I can't help it. Hey, are you listening to me? Huh? Oh, yeah. Sorry. A lot on my mind? It's hitting you now. You hit me today, too. That's why I came. Your poor brother. Do you think I did something wrong? I know I... I put all that pressure on him. No. No, Mom. You loved him. He adored you. It happens when you have kids, you know? that. There's one you're closer to, or like more. It's, it's just nature. His smile. It's a little bit of room. Ugh, but that boy, such a perfectionist. He was never satisfied. You, you need to be more like him. Take charge. Yeah, so I was stuck dealing with mom. Of course, she only came by so I could tell her she was a good mom. While I was gone, Alfie got restless. The slushies weren't quite what he wanted anymore. Mom! Mom! Where's Rita? Mom! Can't you see I'm with a customer? No more slushies. I don't need you up with a stomachache. Fine. I'll be outside. Stupid kids and stupid health... Ah, that's cold. Hey, Rita's lights are on. Rita, it's me. Can I come in? Rita? What the? We're not closed. 
Heather, hi. What happened? I'm sorry, I didn't call. I panicked. What's wrong? I yelled at Alfie. He, he took off. I closed the shop to go look for him. Oh, okay. What can I do? Can you just, just check and see if he went to your place? I, I knocked, but no one answered. Oh, yeah. I was with my mom. I'll, I'll double check and let you know if I find him. Keep me updated, though. Thanks. And don't worry about the shop. Let's agree to take the rest of the day. Hope this too much. Oh, uh, Rita, there was an odd smell coming from your door. Thanks. I started to feel nauseous. He wouldn't. Mark? I scanned the living room for blood. It's about time. How was mom? Uh, distraught? Of course she is. I was her favorite. Are you okay? It doesn't make any sense. I didn't do drugs. I've always maintained sobriety. Always. I would never risk... Never mind. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Hey, did someone knock on the door earlier? What? Oh, yeah. Was it Alfie? Who? Alfie, the... What happened to your sweats? Oh, I ripped them. I was gonna ask for more. How did you rip them? Eating. Of course. He motioned towards the trash can in the kitchen. A small puddle of blood had formed at the bottom. I knew what it meant. I still needed to see. No! I, I told him not to come up. I told him! You! How could you? Oh, calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. He was just a little boy. He was already dying. Tasted foul, if we're being honest. You're a monster. I'm your brother. You have to leave. Get out! Rita. Get out! You listen to me, you whiny. Ungrateful. I'm not going anywhere. You're gonna help me fix whatever this is. No matter how long it takes. Do you understand? 
His decaying dry hands scratched my face as he held me against the wall. The stench of his breath was a combination of blood and rot. I said, do you understand me? Good. Now, take the trash out. What? Where? Do I have to do everything? Double bag them. Then take them to the dumpsters behind my apartment. The trash should get picked up tomorrow morning. But... Do it. I did what I was told. As I packed up Alfie's remains, I noticed some of his teeth were missing from his small, cracked skull. What happened to his teeth? What? Oh, must have fallen out when he hit his head. You'll have to find them later. Oh, where do you keep your sweats? Uh, in my closet. Thank you. Hurry with that. When you get back, we're going to go over a list of people you're going to talk to about my murder. Murder? Of course. What else would it be? I didn't do drugs. They fog the mind. Just hurry. It was a long drive. Sorry, Alfie. I'm so sorry. I cradled the trash bag. I tried to decide which dumpster would be best. I settled on one right in the middle of the three and dropped him in. drive home, I wondered what would happen if I just kept driving. I could leave the city and stay with friends far, far away. Friends Mark didn't know. And besides, how far would he get anyways in his state? He'll just keep hurting people. When I got home, I suddenly knew exactly what I needed to do. I stopped by the shop and headed straight for the maintenance closet. There it was, an old rusted axe that Alfie's dad once kept up front. It's all I had. I entered quietly. Mark was still in my room, digging in my closet. That's when I remembered. Shit. I was too distracted to remember earlier. I'd planned to burn them after the funeral, but never got a chance. It didn't matter. It wasn't going to change my plan. I did what I had to do then, and I'd do it again now. I crept into the bedroom and found Mark exactly where I thought he'd be, hovered over a scattered pile of Polaroids. 
his Polaroids. He didn't even look at me when the floor creaked. He didn't consider himself a photographer, but I imagine he was pleased with the way he captured his victims' faces as the life faded from their eyes. When did you find them? When I was too drunk to make it home. You let me stay at your place last month. I was messed up, but I recognized them from the news. You killed all those patients. I raised the axe. <laughs> so, you decided to stop me. Mark dodged my swing. The axe hit the floor hard and got stuck. I felt his scratchy hand hit my face. He threw me on the ground like a rag doll. <laughs> Silly little fuck up. Why didn't you just call the police? Afraid they wouldn't believe you? A silly little mental case like you. Even with photos, who would believe you? An alcoholic. Suicidal. Dropout. You just couldn't stand to see me thrive. He kneeled on top of me and started choking me. I guess I'll have to figure this out on my own. I tried to reach for Mark's face. My reach wasn't long enough. Then I remembered the decay of his hands. I grabbed a fistful of his fingers and pulled as hard as I could. They snapped right off. <laughs> I felt around for something, anything. I found a stiletto and slammed it against Mark's head. It pierced his ear. <laughs> While he was busy trying to pull the heel out of his head, I reached for the axe. This time it broke free of the floor. I have my issues, but you, you hurt people. You always have. A cell wouldn't have stopped you. Rita, please. Mom said, take charge. And again, it's hammered. Thanks to an anonymous tip, we know the identity of the man responsible for the senseless murders at Buys Medical Center and New Hope Hospital. Mark Salinger worked as a travel nurse who gained his victims from Jesus, what a psycho. I would just like to note this man gives flesh eaters a bad name and does not represent our community as a whole. As a ghoul, I can confirm that all of our food is ethically sourced. 
here, here. I'm with you in spirit. Poor girl, though. Having to do that twice? She did what she had to do. You can't pick your family. But props to anyone who has courage to stand up to them. But our next story... is gonna take us for a wild ride. Here's three wishes. like we've got four dead, three female, I wish. one male. <coughs> Wait. I wish a lot of things. <sighs> we've got a survivor. I wish that night never happened. How long till the ambulance gets here? And I wish I had my family back. <sighs> come on, come on, come on, come on. <sighs> Damn it, come on. We're losing her. Where's the ambulance? I wish... <laughs> Get up! Bianca, you're here? Yep, and I'm about to be over there eating your breakfast if you don't hurry and get up, little sis. I'm coming. Good. Bring the orange juice and glasses. Mom wants to eat in the backyard this morning. She loves the view here. Mom always did love picnics. What is that? Of course it's coming from the basement, but I didn't ask for any boogeymen in the basement. Or a basement at all, for that matter. What type of wish is this? As Mary descends the stairs, she clearly sees a man and a woman tied to the exposed basement piping. The man is bound and gagged, unmoving while the woman has squirmed her way out of her cloth gag and moves around continuously, struggling with her bindings. What the hell? Help us! Are you okay? Why are you tied up? And who's he? Is he dead or just unconscious? I don't know. Please, hurry, untie us! Okay, don't worry. I don't think he's breathing. Untie me. I'll check on him. I will. But who are you? What are you doing here? A man broke into our house, knocked out my husband, and tied us up down here. A man? What did he look like? Like the man on the news. The one the police are looking for. Oh, that one. So you've seen his face? Yes, so hurry! <sighs> That's sloppy. What? You... Why'd you stop untying me? There's no need. Why are you here? What? I'm not talking to you. Quiet. I need to think. You don't belong here. I definitely didn't ask for you. 
I said be quiet. Now, what went wrong? <laughs> if you don't be quiet, he'll know you're awake. I don't know what he'll do to you if that happens, but it doesn't really matter. I'll figure it out later. What are you doing? We're all waiting for you. I'm coming. I got the OJ. You know that's not what I meant. What were you doing in the basement? I thought I heard something. Rodents or insects, you know? But don't worry. I locked the door. They won't disturb our meal. Oh. <laughs> Is that all? I'll stop by the hardware store later and get some poison to deal with our little pest problem. Because I doubt that door of yours will keep them at bay forever. You're probably right. But, Dad, can you grab the glasses? Mom and B are waiting. Let's go before they eat all our food. <laughs> of course, honey. <sighs> she just doesn't know when to quit. Wait, I could have sworn I locked this door. Mary descends the basement steps in time to see her dad plunge a knife in the woman's stomach. Dad, what are you doing? Dad, stop. Stop stabbing her. Please stop killing. No, no, my dad's not a killer. He's not. I wish my dad wasn't a killer. Suddenly, their positions are reversed. No. The knife is in Mary's hand. No. Plunging into the woman's stomach. What is this? It's your first kill. Mary's dad watches as the warm blood stains Mary's hands. I'm proud of you. No, it wasn't me. I'm not a killer. Not again. I wish I wasn't a killer either. Oh. The dead man now holds the knife and stabs the woman. I thought he was dead. His role now complete. The dead man dies again with bloody hands and the knife at his side. He was dead, wasn't he? Well, they're both dead now. And look, there's no more blood on your hands. Looking down at her hands, Mary sees they're no longer stained with blood. Yours either. That's what you wanted, right? It doesn't matter if they die as long as we aren't the ones that caused it. Right. Then everything's fine. But how could you waste your three wishes like that? Three wishes? This isn't a fairy tale, Dad. The one I made a deal with didn't come with such restrictions. Well, you should still pace yourself from here on out. I should pace myself? We're on vacation. Why are you killing people when we are supposed to be on a break? Well, this vacation rental was perfect for us, but it was already occupied. I had to do something. I didn't want to disappoint you girls and your mom again. Whatever happened to rat poison? You know, poison's not really my style. And besides, 
I'm still wanted. I couldn't very well swing by the local hardware store for some cyanide without raising a few alarms. Oh, right. I should take care of that. Hey, you just said that you wouldn't squander your wishes. Let's enjoy our vacation. We'll deal with the rest when we have to. Fine. We're going to hell anyway. Might as well enjoy the journey. Together. Right. Together. Slasher Marathon. Mary, Dad, the movie marathon's starting. We're coming. I got the popcorn. You got the drinks. Yep. Let's go. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many wishes it'll take for us to stay this happy. But I'll keep making deals if I have to, to make sure we do. Sheesh. That's another way to handle a murderous family member. I wonder what's written in the contract she signed. Did she read the fine print? (laughs) You know she didn't. I think it's safe to say that girl is in for a long, bloody ride. To be fair, those are the best kind. Well, that's our show, listeners. We hope you enjoy this half of the season as much as we did. It was a blast. And we still have so much more ahead. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms for series updates. Follow us on Instagram at a bad feeling horror podcast. And find us on Twitter at abf4pod underscore official. And stay tuned for a few postmortems with the cast and crew to tide you over until the mid-season premiere. Until then, stay spooky. Stay safe. Don't be a dick. And make no mistake, listeners, as we heard today, horror is a family affair. A Bad Feeling Horror Podcast is a production of the Rudderdite Chicks with sound design by Christopher Adrian. Insatiable was written and directed by Deanna M. Gomez. Three Wishes was written and directed by Angela Thomas. <laughs>